0: baby.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the baseball boys are back. Another okay. Sunday morning of baseball talk. Your host, the Source, alongside me once again, Tim Quiggs Quigley and Johnny Buckets, John Fauber. Gentlemen, how's it going this morning?
0: I think we should be asking you that question.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm not feeling too great today. Not really proud of the fact that it was cold and I was at the races last night, but you know. I'll survive. Always do.
0: <laughs> In any way, shape, or form,
1: he finds yeah. a way to live. Yeah. It was a rough morning, I'll tell you that. I had to take a nice little hour power nap just before I came on here. So, are you gentlemen you ready to get ready? Are you ready to – oh, my God, I can't even talk. I am are ready you... to
0: get ready. Yeah. Are you guys let's, ready let's for another
1: – Yeah. Are you guys ready for a good, another yeah. good show, hopefully? Let's I'm do it. For it. Oh, my God.
0: Take us All away. Right. Take us away, fearless leader.
1: Well, here's what we're going to start with here this morning. Some key injuries that have occurred to start the season so far. And right here to pull up a little bit of the injury report that we got going on and some names on there that are familiar being on there every single year, like Chris Sale. Uh, How many of these stand out to you or what stands out to you the most and what's a big surprise of guys that are missing some time right now?
0: I mean, if you want to go off of just – sheer importance to the team. The first two that pop out are definitely going to be DeGrom and Tatis Jr. Uh, last week, I'm pretty sure all of us were in consensus or just about that. If DeGrom's healthy, he's going to win NL Cy Young and Tatis being uh, MVP candidate last year. Um, those two right off the bat are, you know, seriously detrimental to the team uh, starting out this early.
2: Yeah, I agree with Tim. I mean, those obviously the two big ones right there. Um, but the Mets have won both games without the Grom so far, so that's something, I guess. Um, yeah. Trevor Bauer, I mean, he's not really injured; he's just on the uh, leave naughty list, I guess. I don't know. Well, uh, who's to say when he comes back? I guess I don't know. That's that's. Uh, it's that's, that's kind of falling off the headlines, but that's a pretty interesting story, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's why I put that on there. I know he's not really injured, but he's on the injury report. Uh, but he's still out with that personal issue, I guess you could say. Um, but I don't think he was ever charged with anything. So last I saw, they were talking April 17th would be his the next thing we hear from him regarding his – leave i guess his personal leave from the league or whether you want to call it a suspension or not so i guess we'll find out from there but
0: we got and another big one there too glass now with the elbow basically out you know the, the whole year pretty much the year he, he was tommy john wasn't he yeah yeah so he's he's done
1: but two names that pop up one here the most this seems like every year we got chris sale and steven strasberg I know our feelings are on Strasburg, being that he came through the Nationals ranks. We came through Harrisburg, and he just, I don't think he's lived up to the expectations that he's that it was set for him because of these injuries.
0: I mean, he's a World Series MVP.
1: I mean, that's He's that's...
0: finished Cy Young voting top five how many years in a row? Let me look that up just to back my claim because I didn't think I'd be talking about Strasburg.
1: But how many? Uh... How many years has, or how many games has he missed over the years now, though, because of these injuries is is the big thing. So, yeah, it feels and like it, a lot. Yeah. And even Chris Sale, Chris Sale signed that big deal with the uh, with the Red Sox. and I don't think he's actually played a full year for them. I could be wrong. Um, Lance Lynn's another one. We were just talking about Lance Lynn the other week or the other day um, that came out of nowhere. That knee injury that he had he suffered it during a, what was it last week of spring training.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was a that's a freak thing for him. And yeah. you can even throw Kent's on the list there too. Minnesota's starting out 0-2 on the year already. I know we'll get into the standings and all of that, but even Kenta being out yeah. he's pretty big for the twins who were looking to make a splash with all of the moves they made this off season and a win now and you're starting 0 2.
1: Yeah. And that's this is not even all the injuries. I mean I just to some of the key ones, but uh it's it when you look at some of these some of these um I'll just use for example our Phillies. Wheeler's been day to day with the shoulder at this point, and then Moniak getting hurt. Very last spring training game, expected to be yeah. our starting center fielder, and they're still winning without both of them. And I think Washington's struggling a little bit now. They don't have Carter Keyboom; he's out for a while. Uh, Strasburg not playing. They're I, they're what zero and three now. So,
0: yeah, but you kind of expect that out uh, of Washington, though. They just don't really have much of an offense. No, but... And I, I think I, I don't think I sent this one to you, Matt, but I sent it to John of, you know, how many former Phillies are on the Washington Nationals? It seems that they're picking up the wrong guys. I mean, they've got Victor Arano. I saw they've got Michael Franco. Um, I think even Cesar Hernandez might even be there now. Yeah, I mean, they've got they've got the wrong Phillies from the wrong era of recent Phillies history.
2: Yeah. Well, and they're they're wasting away Juan Soto's best years, honestly, right? To a certain yeah. extent. I mean, that's that's part of the reason the Phillies brought in so many people is because Harper's in MVP form, obviously, like it was last year. You know, and you can't just, you know, waste those years away. You know. Soto's still young though, and he's under team
0: control. It's gonna be a thing of what Aaron Judge is getting into now, where you know, you gotta start you gotta start paying the man and you know, Judge just recently turned down, like, an
2: eight-year extension worth 200, probably, like, 225, something like was, that. I think it was 213. I think he wanted 230, the team offered 213. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But it would have made him, you know, rich.
1: <laughs> yeah. But in general, though, I mean, we'll we'll get to the standings here in a little bit. Um, but, man, what a way to start the year, though, for some of these guys already on the injured list and – We're what, maybe three games into the season, so it's going to be a long year. This will be a true testament on how many teams have absolute depth in their major league rosters. I mean, we were looking at it a little bit, Um, and when we get to the standings, we'll talk about that a little bit, too, and who's really affected by this, but the depth is going to be the big thing this year, especially with the amount of money that was signed in free agency like we talked about last week, so...
0: Yeah, it's definitely there. And I mean, it's still early in the season, so anything could happen. I mean, we're two, three games in for most people, and you know, we're sitting here reacting like, Oh, you know, DeGrom's out for his first start or two or three for the year and the Mets are gonna go downhill and you know, they're they're fine. I mean, outside of a little scuffle they had recently, but yeah. For the most part they're fine.
1: Yeah, we'll get into those scuffles here in a little bit. We'll get these first two uh Small little topics done. One's actually a pretty big topic, though. I can't – that's the next one up the bat, and that's going to be uh, everybody's least favorite thing right now. Thank you, Astros. Uh, the pitch com. If, for those that don't know what the pitch com is, half the teams in the league are going to be using it. The uh, Catchers are wearing some sort of wristband. They're going to be pushing buttons. There's an earpiece to, I believe, the pitcher and another player on the field. And that's how they're calling the pitches – to the pitcher makes absolutely zero sense but hey that's just my opinion
0: i mean it's it's just another thing that's gonna get hacked and broken into halfway through the year anyway if somebody's gonna want to steal your
2: sign there's gonna be a way to steal the sign next step is robot pitchers at this point yeah it's like they're, they're calling for
1: robots so yeah I mean, the whole thing with this, though, is like this is ruining the game of baseball, in my opinion. I mean, I understand technology nowadays is a big thing in sports, and I'm all for the times changing. Um, And I'm actually going to emphasize this a little bit right now. I was going to do it later, but I posted or I have a blog. BWSports1.com has a blog, and in my blog, I talk about that a little bit, um, why it's it's frustrating being a fan, per se. Anyways... uh, we're all traditionalists here. We all like the old school way of baseball. You know, the National League doesn't have the DH. The ghost runner on second's a joke. We, we all have... we all hated the shift to begin with. I mean, it is what it is. But this whole thing of preventing teams from sign stealing—why don't we just get rid of the cameras that are in the outfield, or move the TV cameras so you and... can't see what the pitchers call, what the catchers calling? <clears throat>
0: I mean, we did just start up that Twitter page too. If you want to give us a follow, I believe it's a, is it just outside three?
1: Yeah. The number up to three? The top right left the, hand side. right top there. Corner,
0: Give us the follow on Twitter. Um, we've all been pretty active on it. And, you know, once this pitch bracelet vibration signal thingy uh, was, you know, out there for one of the first things I sent on there was, it's just going to be a matter of time until somebody hacks this thing. Uh, cheating's always been a part of the game when it comes to the spitball and corked pad. i mean there's there's always been cheating in the game now Steroid. there's steroids
2: <laughs>
0: you know nothing wrong with a little extra added muscle but um and i can for all the baseball i've been around with some former major leaguers and everything if you're standing on second base i mean look at some of the guys that are on second base they might do a signal with their hand or they might touch their helmet in a certain way or pick at a p- part of their jersey if they're picking up on the signals they're going to relay them and i believe that's it's not that big of a deal. The big deal is having the HD camera pointing in from center field, looking right at the catcher signs, relaying it to the dugout, and then you have a guy banging on a trash can.
1: Yeah. I yeah. mean,
0: there, there's clear lines you don't cross, and that's clearly one of them. But if you're standing on second base and you figured out the sign because your indicator is that simple to pick up, then that's on you. Yeah. That's just that you're just getting exploited. Same way with Glass now when he got. Uh, torched by the Yankees a few years ago in the playoffs when he was coming to set, I guess his elbow was out for curveball or in for fastball or vice versa. And, you know, they picked up on it within
2: the first two innings and shelled him. Yeah. It's like a tell in poker, right? I mean, it's yeah, part of the game. Time. It's strategy, right? Like there's, it's something to be said for being able to pick up on cues like that, like using, you know, your, your intellect versus like institutional cheating like Astros did, like the Patriots did. I mean, like, I knew yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm never going to let that die because that is the single most egregious way to cheat in all of sports, right? If you can literally call what the other team is going to do, you cannot lose. Right. I mean, in essence. Just
0: in uh, essence, I mean, you still can. I mean, let's be honest here. If I'm saying everybody cheats and we only figured out, you know, the Astros have done it and, Maybe the Red Sox, and I think the Yankees came under fire recently, but you don't see the Orioles getting caught cheating. And you know, if they're cheating and they're this bad, then I guess they just suck.
1: I mean, period. Orioles, yeah. Orioles can't afford anybody worthwhile to cheat with, anyway. So, <laughs> but, yeah. So, I, so, you're, so Tim, your dad made a comment. I had it up. I pulled it up again. Tech uh-huh. does not always make things better. I, in mm-hmm. a way, he's right. But with the way the game is changing now, like I think. Some of the technology is making it a little bit better. We got the uh, um, ability to challenge now as managers, and then you can question now after the eighth inning if you already use your challenge. Like, hey, take, can you take a look at this? It's something doesn't seem right with that call. I think
2: but that's making. I think that's
1: making it a little bit more clear on some of these uh, bang bang plays. You know, so like example, um, what was it Thursday? The Phillies used their challenge early in the game on a play that looked like it was that he was safe at first. And
2: second, I think, right? No, it was, it, no, it was, no, I uh, think it was. it was, it was one of those instant,
1: it was a bang bang double play. Um, oh, yeah, okay, I forget who it was got thrown out at first, might have been Castellanos too. Uh, but the replay showed clear as day, he the ball beat the runner, and no, I and, think, I think that helps a little bit. I think, but it takes away the umpires, it takes the umpires out of the game a little bit. Um, and I think this, I hate to bring this up, but if you remember a few years ago, the perfect game that was ruined by an umpire with, um,
0: that was Jim Joyce. And the only reason, the only reason you remember Jim Joyce's name is because that one call. Right. Right. And you look at, I mean, it's not like we're talking about Angel Hernandez or Joe Buck, not Joe Buck, but I hate Joe Buck too. (laughs) Um, Angel Hernandez or Joe uh, West. Yes. Joe Joe West. West. who i was thinking of the cowboy. Um, a good umpire doesn't really have their name thrown around. Right. Um, but to counterpoint what you were saying there, Trace, uh, with the bang-bang plays, yeah, because, I mean, even the NFL has been doing it where you're going down to the smallest increment to see if a guy's inbounds are safe in this instance. Yes. But look at the walk-off win in Detroit on opening day where Baez, clearest day, hit it off the wall first and then it went into the guy's glove and the umpires called him out they challenged it
2: it literally determined the game right there
1: right i mean I'll, i'll go ahead john go ahead
2: i was gonna say i wouldn't consider that necessarily tech right i mean like we've had that technology for 25 years to replay stuff like that it's just like an evolution of the game in terms of like the rules you know, um, and I think it's better. I mean, I think replay is good in general, but I wouldn't say that's necessarily like a technology thing. This whole, you know, pitch column or whatever it's going to call it, that is well, like. Well, yeah,
1: but it's know. it's new technology to the game of baseball, though, because like, yeah, we we have the ability to see replays and stuff. That's not, that's nothing new. But the fact that like the new technology they put in to be able to review these calls, they never had that before.
0: Going back on my bad umpires Pirates in the comments, there's a great one too of uh, Lance Diaz. Or Laz Diaz. Laz Diaz is pretty bad too.
1: Yeah, so your dad just said the same thing too about. Yeah, so that's, I stole it there. I, I was trying oh, yeah. to
0: think of like the there's like three or four umpires you can always name that are good at blow calls, and Angel Hernandez always tops that list. Yeah, yeah.
1: but I mean, I I don't know. I, I kind of like some of the things that are happening. Um, like at least in the replay aspect, the pitch calm, I think is terrible. Um, what I see in the minor leagues are they're t- they've been trying like. A you mentioned it, a robot umpire behind home plate calling balls and strikes. I don't know if I like that or not. Um,
0: nah, once once we get to that point, then yeah. it's not baseball anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that's so that's kind of along the lines. I said we're traditionalists, but if we're talking about any tech, that's good. I think the person, I think the challenge and the replay tech is the best out of all of it because we're yeah. gonna get into it here in a little bit after we talk about the. Uh, I guess you could say one of our affiliates. Well, not really our affiliates for us locally, but as a a network, as BW Sports 1, we'll talk a little bit about AAA since we're segueing from talking about the minor league fake officiating to the affiliate to the Pittsburgh Pirates, the other Pennsylvania team that none of us really care for. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say Troy. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in
0: terms of, again, if you want to keep calling us traditionalists here, Pirates are one of the most storied franchises in all of baseball. Yeah, they are. So They, they are. So far, the – uh have not been the, in like 25 years. Yeah, beautiful yeah. ballpark there too.
1: Absolutely. Best
0: ballpark I've been to. Yeah.
1: I've never been there. It's on my list. But so far, to start the year, the Indians, which – You know, for those that are politically correct, not the Guardians, um, they are what, three and two to start the year playing against Omaha so far. Omaha, Triple A affiliate to the Pittsburgh Pirates. We don't know who they are. Um, Shout out to our. Our, our big wig here, Dan Stevens. He's our media guy for the Indianapolis Indians and been giving us updates and stuff. And they actually have a former Philly that we all, all three of us know in a terrible way. And Jared Eickhoff and looks like it's for, not even on the 40 man. Yeah. But looks like for the most part for them, they're season wise. They have a pretty stout roster. They just had a pitcher get called up to the uh, big leagues. Uh, what the, I might be wrong on how you pronounce his name, but it's Ronzi Contreras. Mr. Contreras. Yeah. Relief pitcher. Senor Contreras. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, Sorry. <laughs> we were talking a little
0: bit earlier, too. One of the, what, number five prospects in the system form?
1: Yeah. Matt, yeah. So, yeah. I
0: mean, definitely got, and in Indianapolis, too, has the number one guy, oh, and yeah. we can get into. Him a little bit should we want because I think there's holding him down there to gain that extra year of service time, which is BS. But you know, Contreras, uh, looking at his overall minor league stats, uh, 19 313 ERA. I'm not sure which levels he split time between, but his picture right now on the website shows Altuno, so I'm going to assume the majority of these stats are double A, but over 300 just about over 300 innings pitch with 289 strikeouts. So, kid could throw. Yeah, ain't, ain't no question that.
1: And looks, looks like their uh, number one prospects, a second baseman, Nick Gonzalez. He's in double A right now. Um, hopefully, we we'll see him up soon, Altuno. So we might actually get a chance to see him if we if he's still down, and we all get to go see the Harrisburg Senators play anytime in the near future. Here, oh yeah, they're they in play. the same
0: division, so they're there all the yeah, time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um,
0: they want to keep an eye out, though for uh, India's O'Neill Cruz. I believe that's the guy they're. Holding it down, who could have made opening day but decided to gain the extra year of service done.
1: Yeah, the uh, shortstop for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's... If this
0: is listed here. If he's a shortstop at six, seven.
1: Yeah. I saw that too. What? Yeah. I saw it too. And actually, they have a second top 30 prospect in their system up in the Pirates, and that's that Miguel y- Yahir. I guess his name is he's a, a relief pitcher and there's a third Diego Castillo. He's their 21st. He's a, he is their Scott Kingery for us, Mr. Versatile in the infield and he's up in the majors too. So looks Hopefully like any stays
0: there a little bit longer.
1: Yeah. So it looks like it looks like in general, Indianapolis has a pretty decent team this year. So I would expect looks- to see a lot of, um, Players
2: going to and from the majors, right? With the Pirates roster, they're going to be yeah. bringing guys up a lot, yeah. right? So it's going to be right. a, a you know two way highway, very yeah. very regularly, if you ask me.
1: Yeah. And
2: the nice thing
0: too, I got. I'm not sure how close Indianapolis is to Pittsburgh at all, but at least Pittsburgh's got Altoona and Indy right there that they can get guys in pretty quick if they need them.
1: Yeah. Right. Um, but looking down through here, uh, I mean, obviously we've talked about how bad the Pirates have been with spending money. Like John said – They signed
0: I, Brian Hayes to an extension.
1: Yeah, I mean that was – that was a shock to all of us, to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, I think that
0: was their largest contract they signed in recent history too.
1: Might be the largest contract mm-hmm. that they've ever signed. Uh- <laughs> I believe it is. Yeah. And the only other
0: one that I think might rival it was Jason Bay.
1: Oof. That's a yeah, name but- drop.
0: Yeah, let me look that one up here real quick. But
1: but no, in general, like John said, though, there should be a lot of opportunities for the guys from Indianapolis to make it to the big show. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that for this year. Uh, thanks to Dan for getting us all the media stuff for them. Uh, we are working on some stuff here for the future for some other teams. Um, so we'll try, and, we'll try and touch a little bit into minors. I know there's a lot of people watching in, from our area uh, that are – Harrisburg Senators fans and Reading Phillies and Altoona curve because Pittsburgh and whatnot. So, well, we, wanna yeah. ta- we just want to touch a little bit there on the, on the Indians because it's kind of exciting to see uh, a team like that. Just, you know, obviously these kids are going to get a great opportunity this year.
0: And um, so, glory thing too, about the minor leagues. And we're lucky enough to have the Senators in Harrisburg. Um. You know, we've seen guys come through the Expos National System like Ryan Zimmerman. Uh, I remember seeing Cliff Floyd and Milton Bradley, Vlad Jr. Or, I'm sorry, Vlad Sr. Yeah. Um, Strasburg, Drew Storen, Bryce Harper. I mean, the minor leagues are great to watch guys come up through. And uh, even Castellanos. I believe I even saw Castellanos when he was with the Tigers double-A team uh, roll through Harrisburg. So, it's if you're by a local minor league team look at the schedule look at the roster and go literally go see the future stars of tomorrow it's it's one of the best things you can do and support your local team
1: so we're going to get into the big one this week one we've all been waiting for let me pull up this here so we can all take a look at this our opening week Round up. We can round up so far, and, and I'm uh, going to
0: apologize if you hear my dog barking at the random person walking <laughs> across the street.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So far, look at the standings. Some big surprises in the standings right now. Some aren't aren't too big of a surprise, um, like the Mets being three and zero right now is not really surprised with the roster that they put together. Um, but look at the West. Nobody winless to start the season so far. And I know we're only two games in opening yeah. weekend, but what your guys is I'll start with John on this one. So far, other games you've watched, obviously you've watched the Phillies or any highlights yeah. you've seen. What's been, what's stood out to you so far in opening weekend?
2: Well, it's early still. Um, I don't know. I thought the Red Sox would take at least a game from the Yankees so far. I still think they'll take one. We'll get to that later, but I think they'll take one in that series. Um, I don't know. I I wouldn't say there's a whole lot of surprises, really. Um, Nationals were, you know, probably going to be bad, right? Pirates were going to be bad. Um, Athletics are bad, you know. So uh, I wouldn't say there's huge surprises necessarily, but I I didn't expect the Red Sox to go 0-2, I guess, if you were to ask me just one thing in particular.
0: Yeah, the Red Sox there uh, met the – Man, the myth, the legend, Giancarlo Stanton, he's on pace. They had 100, 162 home runs this year. Dude's <laughs> just yeah. launching them out of the ballpark. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, if if I'm just going to steal the limelight here because I love to ch- chat and hear my own voice, uh, I believe the East right now is kind of how we expected it to be. The three teams are, you know, where we expect them to be. Uh, the NOS is pretty interesting. They're just going to beat up on each other. And I was uh, lucky enough to get home in time last night to watch the uh, Rockies come back and beat the Dodgers there late uh, with Connor Joe. Best look him up. He's got the best haircut in Major League Baseball right now. <laughs> um, he's rocking that ninety three Phillies uh, mullet. Hits a go ahead home run in the eighth, and come on to the ninth, and guy shuts the Dodgers down. So the West is West is looking like they're going to beat up on each other this year.
1: So a little bit on what we what I've seen so far in the weekend. And I know we want to talk about it so bad. What is up with the fights already to start the season? We had McCutcheon get hit by a ball and benches clear on that. We had in the Mets series, uh, four guys get hit so far in the Mets, uh, Mets opening weekend and it cleared the benches.
0: Yeah. But, but that one though, with the Mets look where the catcher was setting up. He was trying to go up and in on and that pitch just got away um and i'm not saying that because i'm a philly fan that pitch literally legitimately looked like it got away whereas if you look at the andrew mccutcheon one they they and mccutcheon even said in a press conference where if you're gonna hit a guy don't throw two pitches away and then come in because then you're trying to hurt the guy if you want to plunk the guy aim right at the hip hit him on the first pitch and move on don't go headhunting don't hit a guy in a ribs because mccutcheon even alluded to it a few years ago when he was on the pirates um they were playing a game against the Diamondbacks, and pitch got away up and in, and I think it broke uh, Goldschmidt's hand at the time. And McCutcheon comes up the next inning and guy throws a pitch away, pitch away, and then tries to come inside and hits McCutcheon in the ribs, and then he breaks McCutcheon's rib. So if you're gonna plunk a guy, do it on the first pitch. Don't be a wuss about it and play around. If you're gonna hit the guy, hit the guy.
1: Yeah. John, my question to you is uh we're we going to see a lot more of this. So we're going to see a lot more guys not taking any BS from anybody. If they get hit by a pitch, it's game yeah. one.
2: I think so. I mean, look where the game's going. We have a lot of these, you know, home runs where they're flipping the bat and they're staring people down and whatnot. So I think there's definitely more attitude coming from players. Um, whether it be good or bad, I mean, it's it's like you know, it's like NASCAR where they had like the boys will be boys, yeah. let them go at it kind of thing, you know. That's not that NASCAR um, fight was pathetic. The guy didn't even take his <laughs> helmet off. Well, I mean, uh, in general, back what back you know, ten years ago when they okay, basically said you know, with you the know, boys. Okay. exactly, just let not, him not let them go, yeah. you know. So I, the MLB hasn't done anything like that per se, but um, you can definitely you know feel the trend going towards a little bit more. Uh, yeah, and uh, and I had to refresh myself here a little bit on the McCutcheon one too. Pointed
0: out in the comments. Uh, he was thrown out twice. So they missed the first one and then they plunk him. So I want to point just, out it's if you're going to hit the guy throw him in him once.
2: If you miss move on.
1: I want to point out I made a grammatical error and I forgot to change it. Um, uh, AL East or AL West. I have the athletics as 2 no. And they're
2: not. Yeah. Well. I was going to say that, but ah, um, so ignore that. <laughs> we I... all know that pretty well. Yeah, watching we those yeah, games. <laughs> yeah. I
1: was trying to do that this morning and rush to get it done before we got on here. So yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Um... <sighs> I'm with you guys though. That NL West looks pretty interesting. They're all beating up on each other. Um,
2: How about that Beers walk off? Oh. Oh. that was that, that's the call of the week right there. And you know what? Yeah. I think was on National Beer yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah, National Beer Day.
1: Yeah, you know, we were talking a little bit about the, uh, the the replay review and you said about the game changer, what the Tigers walk off with the review. I mean, I when I saw that, so I watched the replay of it on ESPN or MLB or whatever before they slowed it down. And it looked, it didn't look like it was going to call was going to go in the Tigers favor. That's for sure. Um, but man, great opening weekend so far. I know we still got a lot of Sunday games left. As you see at the bottom, there's the rest of the Sunday slate that's coming up today. Um, I, I've i been pretty, pretty excited about how this weekend has gone so far for opening weekend. And I'm going to give a shout out to some of our other Counterparts here, the Reds taking one from the Braves was a big, big surprise. Opening opening night for them too. At that, they stole the first game against the Braves and have lost the other one since. But didn't see that one coming. Yeah, for how right. bad they are. That's that's
0: why we play one hundred sixty-two.
1: <laughs> yeah, my uh, my partner crime back here doesn't agree with me right now.
0: Well, at least my partner crime decided to stop barking at the bystander innocently walking across the street in a threatening manner.
1: Yeah, another big surprise to me is the uh, right now is the Rangers at zero and two, and I, I'll get into that later because uh, you mm-hmm. know when we get to our picks, how much money did they spend for that infield, and they're sitting half here zero two. Yeah, half yeah. a billion, half a billion dollars, and they're sitting zero and two right now, and it's been a struggle. It's that for oil
2: them. money, yeah, well, yeah.
1: <laughs> Borrowed some of that from Uncle Jerry, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the
0: yeah, or the bushes. <laughs> and... Some of that stupid money right there. Yeah. yeah. They'll, be, they'll, they'll bounce back though. I think they will. Yeah.
1: But the but the team that spent money though, other than the Mets and the Phillies per se, nobody's really stood out as being like that wow factor this weekend. I mean Rocky spent all that money for Chris Bryant. They're sending one and one. Cardinals really didn't spend that much money and they're at the top of the central right now. Look look at the Cubs.
0: The Cardinals always just find a way to win. They've got guys among guys in the minor leagues that can call up at any time and they'll just come up and produce. Mm -hmm. They're lucky in that regard. The nice one here too. I don't know if you saw the defensive play for the Royals with Bobby Witt Jr. Yeah. Snagging that backhand and throwing out the runner at home just to have a Alberto Mondesi come back up and walk it off for him. Who picked him as rookie of the year? You did, I did. <laughs> just saying, it's all right, John. We're two games in. You got plenty of time for Tolkien to, to, <laughs> to start breaking. To,
1: to your defense, though, for that, John, though, that's not a bad pick to take because Bobby Witt Jr. is showing is the number like,
0: one prospect. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and
1: and he earned that right to be in the in the show just because you're the number one prospect doesn't mean you're going to be right in the show right away. You know, like right. Look at Stott. Stott's been one of our top prospects for however many years now and he finally got got his chance. So yeah.
2: and he's earned his keep so far too. Right.
1: And and I get it, two games in, but stop, uh saw wits showing that he deserves to be in the show. So you weren't one of really the, far off on that.
0: One of the best breakdowns too that I saw a couple weeks ago was Mike Trout's swing lined up with Wits and their exact carbon copies of each other.
1: Yeah. I saw that too. Yeah, but it's... his his fielding ability is just like unreal.
0: Is he a natural third baseman too? Oh.
1: I'm not sure on that, that to be honest that, with you. That, I
0: mean, because unless they're doing what the Phillies are doing with Stott, and they want to have the ultimate utility, versatile player, which I don't agree with play that his natural position. But for if third, isn't his natural position for that backhand and throw home that he made. That was, was a really good play for a non third baseman.
1: Well, let, let's talk about that for a little bit or for a second, because we got a little bit of time here. Um, we talked last week about our rookie of the year picks and whatnot. So, opening weekend, who has stood out to you as one of the top rookies of the year? I mean, we're talking about Witt. We're talking about Stott, but uh, uh, that kid up in Seattle—I can't think of his name Rodriguez. Yeah, he—he he,
0: he just got his first hit the other day, and um, yep. when the what was it? Roped a double into left center, and then. J.P. Crawford comes up, grounds out the third all in the bottom. J.P. Of... Crawford. I'm trying to think. I, I, just, I just watched the highlight this morning. Rodriguez leads off with a double. J.P. Crawford with a productive out. Moves him the third. And then Frazier comes up for Seattle. Hits a double. Drives in Rodriguez to tie the game. And then the very next hitter ropes a ropes a single. And Fraser comes. Or no, Frazier roped the single. And then either way, I'm just the point of getting at is Rodriguez started to come back with his first hit. Yeah. So he'll be pretty good. I'm looking up here. I'm trying to think. Hunter Green should be having his start coming up here. I think
1: he, I think he starts today. But, I mean, Spencer Torkelson in Detroit. Has, he made his major league debut this weekend too. Let's see how he's doing. He's over for right now. 0 for 6. Yeah.
0: But he's got to walk in there somewhere because he's got a 250 OVP.
1: He's got two walks and four strikeouts. So okay,
0: there nights. we go it's all right take some time to adjust (laughs) so take some time um, to adjust Miguel Cabrera's got him under his wing so we're good you'll be good there
1: so John I'll throw it to you uh since you are a big Bobby Witt Jr. fan apparently because he's your rookie of the year three what two games in for him three games in for him what has stood out to you so far is it his fielding his his batting what's impressed you with the number new uh unanimous number one prospect in baseball this year.
2: So I talked about his uh, bat when I picked him initially and he's uh, got a heck of a bat for sure, but I'd say the fielding at this point, right. We just talked about the play he had. So that was definitely what stood out to me. I I wouldn't say it was unexpected necessarily, but you know, it was not what I was looking for him to showcase. And uh, so far so good. I would also touch on the fact that, you know, we talked about Stott a little bit. I mean, he was—he's uh, not an necessarily anybody's pick for rookie of the year. I—I I, I wouldn't think, but—and I don't think he will be. Um, but he's putting together a solid campaign so far. You know, the timely hits, a couple RBIs, I think at least one, maybe two. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, pretty pretty solid so far, I'd say.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll touch a little bit on Stott because I got nothing to lose. Uh, I? I believe I took—if I remember—I think I took Hunter Green as rookie of the year because of his pitching ability. So. Uh, Stats two for four, one RBI, one strikeout, but it, very productive at-bats, so working the counts, making the pitchers have to earn their their way around him. But his ability to field even at third base, even though he's not a natural third baseman, he's a natural shortstop.
0: He's playing shortstop today.
1: Yeah, he, he, he did really well at third base. So that's going to throw a lot of question marks for them for coming down the road because I believe Boehm, well, Boone's not playing today. Camargo is. Camargo's at third. Yeah, so that's going to throw a lot of flags if Stott struggles at shortstop and he does really good at third base. Is he going to be a natural third baseman then?
0: Yeah, but he had two or three balls hit right to him. He didn't make a play on, and that's what sort of led to that downfall in the first game where Nola gave up that three-run check. Yeah, yeah. they well, gave they gave away a couple base runners there, and one of them was one of them was a hard play for. Stott, he had to dive off to his left, and he just kind of ricocheted off his glove. But I don't like guys who are shortstops. Like, oh, let's play him at second. Let's play him at short. Oh, we need an outfielder. Let's try him in center because they did that with Scott Kingery, and Scott Kingry's not even on the forty-man roster right now. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, that I, massive I, contract that he got that he never even yeah, did and, anything for. Well, that that was it. Wasn't
2: massive. It was it was big in terms of like yeah. uh you know uh.
1: Oh, it was, no, guy, it, it was Eligible? it was definitely massive for a guy of his. Ability. It was for a guy. Was it Twenty million dollars or something like that.
0: It was like it basically it four years, voided. Million? It basically voided out all his arbitration years. Yeah. The Sack was trying to strike while the iron was hot because that's when Kingery had that four hundred spring year in spring training. So he's like, yeah. you know, let's just avoid paying him an arbitration and just give yeah. him, you know, ten, twelve million a year for the next five, and you know that backfired. I feel like it was like twenty million dollar contract. Though. I feel like it wasn't that big. It, it it voided out. It was. Let me look it up here. Yeah. But um, I'll see if I can kill two birds with one stone here. Uh, the Padres did call up CJ Abrams after they made that trade with uh, was it the White Sox where they yeah. traded away, yeah, the pitcher. So yeah. They brought him up. So that will be interesting to see. Um, I'm still on the Spencer Torkelson bandwagon just because uh, I like right-handed hitting first baseman who drive the ball to the gap that we're number 20. <laughs> Sounds
2: a lot like somebody I know. Um Yeah. $24 million deal for, for King Grant. Right. Yeah. He's so, it. I, 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 I didn't I can't. think it was that huge. I mean, I guess it is in, in a relative sense, but you know,
1: for a guy that's not even on a 40 man roster. I mean, yeah. Just, I mean, in hindsight, yeah. At
2: the time it felt good. I don't know.
1: It didn't feel good at the time. Yeah. It, was a, it was a risk <laughs> at the
0: time, and that's that's meant Matt Clintech as a GM summed up in one sign. Uh,
1: yeah, so oh, yeah, oh, I got I got face. I know, um, shock face, yeah, I gotta I forgot to add this to my list of things I was going to talk about, but big news in the Japanese baseball league because I know we've talked about them with the two way hitters. Japanese phenom Roki Sasaki, I'm sure I'm saying his name. Wrong. 20-year-old pitcher. You ready for this? Tim, you're going to love this. All right. 19 strikeout perfect game.
0: Was he playing against 12-year-olds?
1: No. No.
0: No. He had... strikes out 19 times as a team. Uh, par- the...
1: Apparently, whoever they were playing as. That's he... <laughs> <laughs> analysis. <laughs> yeah. Thir- 13 consecutive batters I mean, at one What point.
0: professional... So-called professional team strikes out 19 times out of 27 outs. I mean, right. what was this? Was this guy's stuff like just dotting the corners? Was it moving? Do You got highlights for he, us? Well,
1: uh, well, his fastball was topping around 100 miles per hour, and has a fork ball that just was like massive, massive break on it. Only through only threw, only threw 100, only threw 105 pitches in the game. Roki, R-O-K-I, and then Sasaki, S-A-S-A-K-I. The Nippon Professional Baseball. It's the first perfect game since 1994, the 16th in league history, and broke pretty much every record that they possibly could in that game. I don't even know what the final ended up being in that game. I just I just saw the headline the here. The first
0: heard. perfect game in Nippon Professional Baseball since 1994 and the 16th in history. Yeah, According to the Japanese outlets,
1: yeah, I just said that.
0: Oh, well. <laughs> Good for you. I'm still trying yeah. to find video here. We well, might not have out. any,
1: but still, that's impressive, though, kid. Basically, he's he's 20 years old. Uh, you know, I talked about it last week. We, the two-way pit players. He might not be a two-way player, but 19 strikeouts on 105 pitches.
0: That's, that's... pretty crazy. Oh, guess who his manager is. Uh, Who? He's a former Philly.
1: That narrows it down.
0: It actually does. He was a good old Tadahito Iguchi.
1: Oh, thank you for a bell for me. Manager
0: Tadahito Iguchi told reporters there are no quote-unquote doubts about his talent, and he also praised Mount uh, and also, and his eighteen-year-old catcher. So it's a twenty-year-old pitcher and an eighteen-year-old catcher combining for nineteen strikeouts. So send him to Philly. Prop, props to the kit. Props to the pitcher for nineteen strikeouts, but a eighteen-year-old catcher who can call a game like that. If he's the one calling the game, then I don't. Uh, these two better be a package deal wherever they go.
1: No, nah, they they definitely were using pitch comms on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or they
0: just know how to call a game.
1: That. Uh, the other thing was I was going to bring up. I didn't put a picture of it up. Uh, to me, it's ugly because of who it is. The Atlanta Braves World Series ring.
0: It's a beautiful I, ring. I,
1: I, okay, I have a problem.
0: What? It <laughs> opens up?
1: Yeah, okay. Since Tampa Bay and their little shindig with their Super Bowl rings of, hey, let's take the top off and show the stadium. Now everybody has to do it. I think yeah. that's the dumbest thing in the world. I'm so sorry and then the whole Jock Peterson pearl on the side, dumb. I'm sorry, dumb. Nice but if, ring, but, but
0: but if you're dumb. on that if you're on that team and uh, you have a World Series ring, are you going to complain about how it looks? Yeah, are you going to be like, I don't want that. It's dumb. Yes, yes. he is Tim. Obviously, <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he complains about everything. <laughs>
0: yeah. Listen, if I'm on, if I'm, if a major league team goes, here is a World Series ring. I will say thank you very much, and I'm going to take it. I'm not going to sit there complain about it because,
1: oh, hey, it opens up. Let me see if I can get this up here once, boys.
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, share your screen. No. No, I'm saying that's how you could easily do it is share your screen.
1: Or I can just do this.
0: Yeah. No, he, uh,
1: I'm, I'm telling you, dude, like that ring, I, I'm not a fan of it, but I,
0: I like it. Yeah. It's awesome.
1: Teacher she, own. <laughs> no,
0: I'll, just... I'll,
1: I'm going to pull this up for everybody to see here. Where's. Uh, it's not letting me. I don't, I I, outs,
0: outside so, of you two, I cannot think of anybody who would turn down a World Series ring because it quote
2: looks stupid. I mean, I wouldn't say I'd turn it down. You kind of did. I no, I did not. Play it back,
1: Tim. Well, we'll watch the <laughs> replay. Let me see, let me see here because it's right here on Twitter, so I can share my screen once. Just uh, still learning how close to close
2: all your other tabs. Elon uh-huh. Musk's Twitter. <laughs> yeah,
1: here, right there. Right there, it is. Yeah, it's a great looking ring. That's terrible looking ring. It's a great ring. What are you talking about? That's a terrible ring.
0: Well, you gotta you gotta complain about the forty four emerald cut diamonds to honor Hank Aaron or no? I mean, Al- I,
1: I mean, I like uh, that that concept is good, but the whole thing right here, at the top left of the opening up, and then that is awesome. All,
0: I mean, all, the quotes dumb.
1: All but the, the home ring runs, is awesome. all the home runs that they had that they hit are. Like pearls or emeralds or rubies or whatever they are. Like, no,
0: what's wrong with
1: that? There's a lot wrong with it.
2: That's a great ring.
1: Does it say LED
2: lights? LED lights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I listen i take it i mean it looks good but like the opening up is just i, I agree like that part of it's my my least favorite part yeah, especially with led lights inside thank you
1: look your dad <laughs> i'd sell it and design my own <laughs> you. thank you thank you i agree Put, you know what? <laughs> two-thirds of this panel right. are in, okay, don't care two-thirds of this panel is right and your son is being stubborn <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being stubborn. I'm being uh, anyway, realistic. Even, even if that had a big old P in the middle for the Phillies, I'd be like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my no, life. I'm it's sorry. Awesome. It's I not think...
2: that bad, but it's not. My
0: I mean, the quote's dumb. Yeah, the, the quote up dumb. there is dumb. Yeah, but... the Braves
2: are dumb too.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, they are. But Look, I'm... If, if, if I'm being presented that ring, then thank okay. you very much. I will take my ring. The, the ring itself. And I'll sit there and I'll play with the little flappy. Uh, it opens up and shuts. I'll just sit there and play with it the whole time, and it'll
2: break. <laughs> or you could sell it and take the cash. Yeah, I could sell it,
0: but maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe I want to wear it around a little bit. Apparently, you get, apparently, you get it from your mother.
1: Whatever. <laughs> um, I, it, the ring itself, okay. The ring itself is a gorgeous-looking ring, but it's so stupid. Like, get the quote off of it. Stop opening. It, stop making these rings with the opening top. I wonder
0: how. More- why don't you start designing rings and selling them off? I will. Do it.
2: <laughs>
1: Listen, I agree. I, just
2: just simplify it. Yeah, Dear simply, God, it's beautiful.
0: It,
2: right? It's not beautiful, Tim. It's but,
0: beautiful.
1: Oh, my
2: goodness.
0: All right. It. Agree I to disagree, it. boys. Yeah,
1: yeah. 1,000% <laughs> we're going to agree to disagree because no.
0: Can't go above 100 there.
1: <sighs> yeah, you can. You can go above 100 on that. No, you can't. Listen, I'm just saying, like...
0: I'm just gonna get my little prod, and I'm just gonna start poking wherever I can to fire you up. That ring is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen.
1: I'm not saying it's a bad looking ring. Now he's lying. I think it's lying. Stupid. <laughs> I think stop it's stupid lying, Tim. I just think it's stupid. The whole opening the top thing, like, tradi- like what happened to the, just a plain old fucking diamond? God, it's ring? boring. It's boring. Oh my god, you're Let's boring. Let's be
2: innovative. And there it is, the first F of the <laughs> podcast. And it episodes. wasn't, and it wasn't for me. <laughs>
1: I said you're bored. I didn't. I didn't drop the f bomb. I said, "Oh my god, you're bored." Wow, Chris,
2: <laughs> savage Whoa. comment. Let's let's throw that comment. My on gosh.
1: Me. Yeah.
2: Get me a hat. I'll put a hat on. <laughs> You know what? I got one of those head shavers and I've been using it. It's actually awesome. Oh my god. Yeah. Very shiny. Very shiny. This is broken down within the last five minutes. (laughs) Taking shots at each other. Gets it from his mother. Josh got a shiny ball head. It's off
1: the rails now. now. There's no turning back. (laughs) There. See, perfect. Your dad said it a ring that opens is like when you get out of a gumball machine. Yeah, but the one
0: out of the gumball machine isn't worth a million dollars.
1: Oh, dude, I think it's And it's not a World than, Series ring. That's that's worth more than a million dollars. I guarantee it. Uh, probably,
0: depending who the player is. Well,
1: yeah. the one that the one that I showed was, was for all yeah. Obvious, yeah.
0: I mean, if you I got like Freemans, Freeman's or, um, Freeman's or Solares, maybe. But. <laughs> I mean, Either I way. saw
1: dude. I saw some Twitter comments regarding that, where people were like, "Oh, how can I get one? Something like twenty-five thousand dollars, and it's all yours." <laughs> I'm like, mm, you're selling it short there, bud.
2: <laughs> yeah, just a bit.
1: Uh, Actually, I yeah. think the Braves are selling
2: a burger these days where it comes yeah, with right a yeah, replica yeah. ring for like I don't know, 30, 40 bucks. But you can get a like actual like gold and diamond ring for 25 grand with the burger. <laughs>
0: uh, there's been some like weird. We need to do like a off the wall maybe next week. Do a mob ballpark food thing where – I yeah. think somebody put out, like, a $500 burger. Philly is doing some weird, like, cheesesteak uh, meat combo thing. Baltimore's got, like, mac and cheese, crab, nice. something, like –
2: um, there's some, that's, there's that's some like wild a, stuff out there It's like a or, Darren Revel thing right there, isn't it? He tweets that out all the time About different yeah. ballpark foods and prices and whatnot Something about so, that, yeah or But, maybe, I mean, we're, we're better than him so. Or maybe one of our uh, great
1: sponsors <laughs> More or more and, entertaining Maybe one of our great sponsors In the What's Popping Corn Snacks Can come up with a baseball-themed corn snack for us
0: There you go Boom, let's There you do it. go
1: we'll snack, t- a
0: snack on that during the show
1: uh, Yeah, yeah now All right, we're gonna get into uh, our last little bit of a segment. Uh, we got like a little bit of time here. We can discuss some of these picks a little bit. We're gonna call this the MyBookie.ag MLB Sunday Slate Picks. These are hey, this our is picks. where I shut up because I know nothing about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, our, True. Right, our, yeah. <laughs> So I got I got one. What, bet what's right. a money
2: line? What's a run line? <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
1: I, I do not like losing money. See there at the bottom our picture there. There's a picture of it. We were talking earlier about the Pirate Stadium being gorgeous. I like this view. We have other views of stuff too. We're gonna to use different stadiums throughout the out the season, so don't worry. There's gonna be multiple pictures. So if you don't like this one, oh well. Um, we'll start here with our money line picks for today. I took the Cardinals money line. John went with the. Dodgers, and Quigs went with the Rangers, so I mean, that's my sure picks. So I don't know about... You. I mean, I'm, I'm confident in the Cardinals. I don't know about you two. Obviously, con- you I'm are. I'm
0: confident in my other two. I'm not confident in this one. I just decided <laughs> to... Well,
2: pick one. Tim, Tim doesn't know what a money line is. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so let hey, me, John,
2: you're, you're welcome for the $9. I <laughs> yeah. won you on under, the over under $9.62, uh... Tim. Yes. Oh, excuse me. I forgot the <laughs> yeah. $0.62. Cents. That's a yeah. live bet over on the Phillies game, baby.
1: Cashed yeah, it. So... So yesterday, while we were working on getting our stuff together for the show today, we had to explain to Tim what a money line was and basically Listen, what the run line was. This,
0: you could explain it to me 20 <laughs> different ways in pure English. It's always going to sound like Russian to me. I know over, under. That's it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, John, Dodgers today, they uh, they got color- at Colorado with Julio Urias versus Antonio Sensilea. Dodgers money line, you sure, hundred percent positive? Why and why the uh, why the Dodgers today?
2: The Dodgers are good. The Obviously, Rockies are bad. Is, I, that mean, is <laughs> <recent> <laughs> I mean, uh, because because I, what, what do you want me doing. to say? I, I I think the Dodgers are a, a good team. Um, I don't know, the balls flat out of there in uh, Colorado. So yeah. I think they'll put up some runs, too. I didn't take that as the over, but I think they'll put up some runs.
1: Yeah. I, well, none of us went over except for you in one game. So we'll mm-hmm. get into that here in a second. Tim, you took the Rangers. Uh, I almost went with that same pick with you. So you're on the right track. I mean, sometimes a blind squirrel finds a nut. Yeah.
0: Um, but, you know, the Rangers 0-2, you eventually got to break out of it. Yeah, uh, They're not the athletics, and hopefully they're not going to get swept.
1: And if it helps you any, your pitching matchup against a – Blue Jays say is Spencer Howard versus Rue. So uh, Spencer Howard, you know, Last from the know. past.
0: That's, change the yeah. scene should do him well. Um, but, uh, Rangers, uh, I'm trying to think, was it the opening day game or the second game they kind of blew a lead, but they should have a win on the board. But <laughs> yeah. I think, that, I'll think they'll be fine here. Uh, I believe the Tampa Bay-Baltimore matchup for my under, I think it's Corey Kluber. Um, so if he's on, I don't see that coming close to eight and a
1: half well i'll tell you the reason why i took st louis is a they're playing pittsburgh and steven matts is on the mound for st louis so i think Matts is a very underrated pitcher if he's on he's on but if he's off he's off so tonight might be a good day for him to go and be on so lock in if you'd like our picks that you see here lock them in we're gonna go with the over unders here I took under nine and a half in the Boston Yankees game. John took under or over eight and a half in the Phillies A's, and Quigs took under eight and a half in Tampa Bay Baltimore. And I think we all know why that's under in that game because Baltimore is garbage.
0: Um, um, I mean, Corey Klu- <laughs> I mean Corey Kluber hasn't been the Cy Young winner he has the last few years. So um, he had that. I th- well, he, wait, he threw a no hitter last year for the. Yeah. Yankees so I mean when Kluber's on and we can say this about any pitcher if they're on they're on but I don't see Kluber getting back to the days of old
1: if it's Tampa Bay Baltimore so Uh, Uh, yeah (laughs) you
0: could have two absolutely horrible pitching matchups it can either be a one nothing game or it could be a 12-13 you never know know with bad pitching matchups
1: John I know you're looking forward to the Phillies hopefully having a breakout game of offense again today like they did on opening day against the uh, against the A's huh
2: yeah that and Eflin's not very good <laughs> on the mound so uh, if they win it's probably going to be another like 9-7 game I would imagine okay. it's going to be the story of the year for the Phillies they're going to put up runs they're going to give up runs right so they have to score more I mean it's how you win the game obviously but their bats are are good and their um, starters are I don't know. Okay, At I guess. At this point it's in the it's... rotation, we're meh. Yeah, we're, we're meh and their bullpen is, as usual, trash. So yeah, uh, I mean I mean I'm kinda shocked it didn't light up Cole Irvin a little bit more. Yeah. They got four runs, I guess. It's okay.
1: Yeah. Um well, I kinda, yeah, well, that yeah. kinda that's kind of what worried me of wanting to take the over and under in that game was because of what they were doing yesterday. I I know you guys were confident with them lighting up Cole Irvin, but new, uh, same face, new place type deal, and he, for a little bit that, I was able to pay attention, listen to the game, he sounded like he pitched a pretty decent game, so uh, I took the under nine and a half for Boston, New York, only because that's big rivalry, so, you know, both teams are going to come out, pitchers are going to be fired up, seven o'clock game on ESPN, so, don't know how much offense we're going to see in that game. Um, I mean, I'd like to see home run after home run like the guy before, but a good. You should, I gotta... a,
0: you should almost put a, pop bread, a profit bet on that uh, Boston-New York game of his, if Stanton hits a homer again. <laughs>
1: Thought about it. Well, see, hold on we were trying to discuss prop bets and you weren't even sure how to do them yet either. So <laughs> we'll, we'll ease into those before we, we'll, we'll stick to the three that we have right now. We're having a little competition this year of, these, of our picks of our picks. Now, dude, I'm the worst better. So I'm confident with these ones this week when it comes to like, actually like doing them, <laughs> I go complete opposite of what I just, dis- what I talk about. Um, but we'll go into these run line picks. And then what these are is if you don't know the run lines, <clears throat> Tim. Um, yeah. Plus minus. If like, for example, I took Texas at plus one and a half, they have to lose by less than one run. Well, basically one run is what they have to lose by for me to win that same with the Red Sox. And you have the Braves winning it by four. So that's minus one and a half. We didn't put that on there, but for future reference, for those that are watching. Well, actually,
2: he took a. Uh, I mean, he he took his odds up, right? So, half. well, he, he didn't take the actual run line. He took like a yeah. prop.
1: Yeah, the, the so, prop bet on that, but yeah, but if they win, I think they were the run line for that was them at minus. One I and might as a well half, be Burke so. pressure trying yeah. to
2: understand Russian right yeah. now. Pretty much um, every run line is plus or minus one and a half. Yeah. Actually, literally, it is.
1: Well, for the opening weekend, it was. Uh yeah. It does change a lot during the season, and then, and if you do live bets, you can uh, 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 pick different run lines for that too. So, the plus, or the win by four is actually a good pick, Tim. I'll, I'll give you that one. That's that's pretty pretty good on that yeah,
0: one. Yeah, I, I talk about it more, but I just was like, yeah, let's <laughs> let's have the Braves win by four.
1: Uh, well, speaking of bets, if you are looking at getting yourself involved into some gambling this weekend, check out mybookie.ag. Use promo code Sports one for or text Sports one to, I forget what the number is yeah, on yeah, the top yeah. of my head. Um, for $60 in bets, I think up to $1,000, I got to – Yes, yeah, see, we have it there on the bottom.
2: Well, you're going to get confused. I think there yes. is uh, the text is for Doc Sports Picks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. promo yeah. code is for mybookie.ag. Yeah. And bet we'll, responsibly. Well,
1: do, we'll, we'll, yeah, bet responsibly, but Docs is part of yeah, Doc Sports Picks. Text BW Sports 1 to 29022 for your free $60 in picks. If you
0: or someone in your family has a gambling. Mybookie.ag,
1: promo code BW Sports 1 for 100% sign up bonus up to $1,000. Please be responsible when betting and don't say that we encourage you to do it. Uh, <laughs> we do not condone
0: out. taking Tim's picks because Tim has no idea what he's talking about.
1: <laughs> but check him out. Um, Our new
2: segment's called Fade Tim.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <but laughs> how check. to get Tim
2: to shut up. <laughs>
1: but uh, check him out. Some great, great stuff on on my bookie. Um definitely worth looking at they do have prop bets on there that we were talking about they have anything from baseball to football to hockey to racing to everything that's on there so please sign up and like we said up to a thousand dollars 100 percent match using putting russian table tennis yes yes do they have
0: do we have the slap contest in there can we bet on the guys who slap each other in the face we could
1: also, check out our website here, BW Sports One. Because, Segway. Tim, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to slap Tim off the screen here for a second. <laughs> no, um, BW Sports One.com. We actually have a blog. Yours truly has a blog post about what it's like, why baseball is back, and why being a fan is frustrating. And I'm sure these two eventually are going to get involved in this and post some, get some stuff posted too. Pretty cool. Um, like to type out the uh, website on the Facebook page, but uh, for whatever reason, it doesn't let me. So, right there nice. at the bottom. Yeah, so check it out on the bottom there, bwsports1.com. Do it. <laughs> go ahead, John. Do, do it. it. John, you do it in see if you get banned. What's that? Go ahead, type out bwsports1.com on Facebook and hit enter, see if you get Facebook jail.
2: Oh. Why? I mean, How we're would, not I, Why?
1: I don't get that. What they're censoring that website? Apparently, we we're trying to be, We don't know. Uh we've It's a we, harmless freaking sports yeah, it's, website. It's, it's no different well, Apparently there's some underlying
2: uh, issues where the big I, I tech oligarchs are at it again.
1: Yeah. Telling it, you. But it's nothing bad. I mean, it's it's a great website. It's got yeah, all of our it's it's got all, all of our blog. Yeah. <laughs> it's got all of our great sponsors on there eventually clearly we'll colluding building.
0: with the Russians to rig the next election. <laughs> um,
1: stuff on there about mental health and awareness. We got the blog. We got... You can shop BW Sports 1, so if you want some of that BW Sports sportswear, eventually we'll have some stuff on there for you. Ooh, we should um, get a hat. Stuff from our sponsors of Elite Apparently, I need a hat. Uh, no. Yeah. According to Chris. We should get some, yeah. some
0: just-a-bit outside hats. Uh I, to, no. uh
1: I got too oh, many hats. Wait. I got too many hats.
0: Well you only wear one or
1: two, so <laughs> I know because I have too many of them. So I well, just, like, start breaking them out. No. No, because they're all old. And? <laughs> Don't know if they're gonna fit my fat head. On that note. <laughs> I'm not You're... I'm
0: not gonna push that one any
2: further.
1: Yeah, well, you know. John, do you have anything you wanna end the week this week's show with?
2: Uh, it's early in the season, but it's a good season so far. We'll be tuning into a lot of games this week. Um, we'll probably all lose all of our bets, I would assume. Uh... Oh, I, I'm fully <laughs> counting on it. But I'm I'm going to go 0 for the season. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's good, man. Baseball's back. It's a uh, good time of year. We're excited for a uh, good season. Timothy, to you. Bet responsibly.
0: <laughs> yeah from the guy who doesn't bet bet responsibly. <laughs> bet,
1: bet, bet responsibly don't listen to tim's bet yeah, um, Tim. <laughs> don't, don't listen
0: to me i mean I, I don't know if i'd listen much to john either knowing his track record but...
1: no, no 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 listen yeah, only listen one, one a of lot. us here want
2: to bet this week so yeah after i told you to do it well you didn't yeah. bet it i did yeah, and what did you do
0: actually don't answer that what did you get do? nine dollars <laughs> probably what probably went to mcdonald's and scored some dinner
1: spicy nuggets man yes very old <laughs> spicy nuggets yeah I, i'm okay with that um yeah what the spicy nuggets or the
0: free nine dollars yes
1: both <laughs> free nine dollars for some free spicy nugs duh yeah um so. Thanks for uh, tuning in to another great show. This really turned into a train wreck towards the end when we were, when we got into betting talks. It's just going to be more fun the rest of the time out. So uh, thanks, guys, for joining us or joining me. What again. hilarity
0: will ensue? Find out next week. On.
1: <sighs> Can you imagine if we were all drunk trying to do this? Like we would be Listen,
0: I'm not drinking at 11 in the morning.
2: Yeah. I, I'm not doing that.
1: But I'll
2: drink water. On. on that note, a live show could be pretty fun at one point—not eleven o'clock on a Sunday, but I mean maybe seven o'clock on a Saturday.
1: I mean, we could oh, make that happen. We oh, yeah. we could make that happen. Uh,
2: I'll be, Watching you know baseball,
1: drinking, and live reactions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we could. Oh, okay. We just can't. We just can't show the game because of copyright. So.
0: Oh, clearly. Yeah. Um,
1: I'll be back Tuesday, hopefully. Uh, with a, another episode of Checkers and Wreckers. Check that out. Check Unless out this all show got it. you fired. <laughs> oh, I, I, I doubt that. Um, check out some of our other shows, Super Kicking It with Steven. That's our wrestling show. We got the Combat Zone hosted, I believe, by Dan DeLion Stevens. It's all about UFC, Bare Knuckle, Fight Club, and all sorts of other combat sports. So check that out. And... The state of basketball should be – I think we'll be back sometime here soon because we have basketball playoffs coming out, out. So if you haven't given us a like and a follow, give all of us a like, a follow, support our sponsors, and we'll see you all next week.
2: Until then. Yeah. See you, gents.